All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, August 23rd. It is 2.44 p.m. here in San Diego, California. And for this episode, we are going to do a quick five, six, seven minute recap of what we got in this last four or five days in the fight world. Friday, we get the announcement that Caleb Plant will be taking on Canelo Alvarez on November 5th. This will be for all four belts at 168 pounds. This is a massive matchup. For a long time, we weren't sure if we were going to get it, but now we are getting it. Very exciting. This weekend, we also saw Manny Pacquiao suffer a loss. We will get into that as well. We will look at Jared Cannonier's victory over Kelvin Gastelum. And then last but not least, we will discuss CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, their returns to pro wrestling, all that and more in the next five minutes or less. Let's do it. This is In The Fight. This is 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. All right, so let's start things off here on this episode of In The Fight. And we're going to, again, we're going to try and do this in five minutes or less. But let's start in the boxing world. We got two major movements in the boxing world over the course of the last five days or so. Let's start with Caleb Plant, Canelo Alvarez. Their fight will be happening November 5th. Sign, sealed, delivered, official. Caleb Plant versus Canelo Alvarez. And this one is for all four belts at 168 pounds. You look at Canelo Alvarez's career, right? I think he has all the money. I think he has everything he would ever need. I don't think he wants this or that or materialistic items. What he does want, though, is history. And in this fight, history is on the line. For the first time ever, we are going to have someone unify all four belts at 168 pounds. This feels incredible. These are the fights that we want. And stylistically, you know, you're going to hear plenty of people say, oh, uh, Plant is great defensively. Uh, Canelo Alvarez should push the pace. Can can Plant's defense be this or that? I, I'm not going to be the one to explain that to you, okay? You can listen to someone else. What I will tell you is this is a fight that should be fun to watch and there's a lot at stake here that's what's exciting about this fight to me then in the other side of things I guess in the boxing world Manny Pacquiao suffers a loss to Jordanis Ugas over the weekend uh Manny Pacquiao was like a minus 300 favorite going into the fight there was a photo at the weigh-in where Ugas left arm, left bicep, looked swollen, and a lot of people suspected that there was a torn bicep, a injury, and so Manny Pacquiao's uh, odds completely skyrocketed in the hours leading up to the fight. I don't love giving criticisms or analysis of anything, but one of the things that they talked about during the course of the fight was that Pacquiao was significantly less mobile than he was in the past. Uh, you know, and you think about the Thurman fight from two years ago, which is his last fight. We still saw a lot of the bounce in his step, right? A lot of movement. We didn't see as much of that. Now, that could have been strategic. That could have been as, um, you know, Pacquiao was dealing with an injury. 
There are so many factors that I would never once consider to criticize Manny Pacquiao, but the thing that people looked at and saw that was different was the lack of mobility. So Manny Pacquiao, is this his final fight? I would hope he ends up, you know, on a high note, but at this course of his career, he's 42 years old. You don't really get to pick and choose in the fight game. It's a nasty, nasty business, but he's a top 10 fighter of all time. I don't know how many people knew that he was fighting on Saturday. Obviously, the Errol Spence fight was supposed to go down. You know, he suffers the torn retina in his eye and and they have to reschedule and, and push things back. So Manny just takes the fight, moves on without it, suffers a loss. That's uh that's the fight game for you right there. So yeah, rounding things up in the in the boxing world, that's your big news. Canelo Alvarez will be taking on Cane- uh will be taking on Caleb Plant on November 5th and Manny Pacquiao suffers a a loss in what could be his final fight in his glorious career. Now looking over to the UFC side of things. Over the weekend, UFC on ESPN, Cannoneer versus Gasolum in Las Vegas. Jared Cannoneer grabs a unanimous decision victory over Kelvin Gasolum. And, you know, it puts him in a really good place in this division. Does he jump Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whitaker in line for the Adesanya fight? I don't, I, I think most people would disagree with that sentiment. But Cannoneer looked really, really good. Kelvin Gastelum, I just want to spend 30 seconds here talking about Kelvin Gastelum a little bit. This guy is the exact kind of fighter you want in every division in your fight promotion. Let's let's run through uh, Kelvin Gastelum's last few fights, will we? So Jared Cannonier, who's moving into a number two contender spot. Robert Whitaker, probably the number one contender spot. Jack Hermanson, Darren Till, right on the outside of things. Israel Adesanya, all decision. Excuse me, the Jack Hermanson is a, is a submission finish, but all those other fights are decision losses, and you could easily argue that things go a different way. Kelvin could have gotten this, could have gotten that. I've never seen a guy lose this many fights in his last, you know, he's lost five of his last six. And I don't know if his stock has dropped an inch for me. That's crazy. You know, you criticize me all you want. You can say, oh, Bo, he's losing, you know, wins a win. Um, Ask any, any racer, any real racer, you know, Dominic Toretto. Any real racer, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. That's not really the case in MMA. In MMA, you know, decision victories get you only so far and, and knockout finishes in the in the first round do a lot for your career. Jared Cannonier moves himself into a really good spot. It caught a lot of people's attention about his post-fight interview uh, where he mentioned, you know, I'm broke, haven't made a lot of money. I'm not nearly good enough with the financials of fighting, of combat sports, of sports in general. I'm not really your guy for that, but um, interesting. Interesting words from Jared Cannonier, nonetheless. Now we can get into something that I have not talked about much so far on In the Fight. Uh, I've strayed away from it a little bit, but I'll be open, honest, and transparent. I am a pro wrestling fan. I have been watching the WWE since I was... A young kid, I, I it was a big part of my childhood, and then even over the last few years, I've really gotten into AEW's production. I'm a fan. I'm a legitimate fan. 
This was a big week for wrestling. You had SummerSlam happen on Saturday night, which was John Cena, Roman Reigns. On Friday night, you had the second episode of AEW's new show, Rampage, which goes on on Friday nights. That took place in Chicago, the home of the one, the only former UFC competitor, CM Punk. Punk makes his long-awaited debut for AEW after a seven-year layoff from pro wrestling, and I'm excited. I am genuinely pumped, amped, excited. The pop from the crowd, the roar of the crowd was insane, and I am I'm really excited to see what he can put together over at AEW. After the John Cena-Roman Reigns matchup on Saturday night at SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar comes out in glorious fashion and surprises everyone. So it looks like Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, they're going to be competing in some form or shape or another uh, here in the near future. Again, this is just a quick recap. I'll be going on other podcasts actually to talk about this, but really excited to see it. Really fun, exciting stuff. Okay, last but not least, and I almost forgot to mention it, coming out this weekend on Saturday night is Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul. Um, I don't really know what to tell you guys. I'll say this, for the Ben Askren-Jake Paul fight, I had a lot of excitement at the beginning. I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a good show. And then the week of the fight came around, and I'm like, all right, honestly, I think I would rather just like go to the bar with my friends, have some fun, go to the beach, whatever it is. Like I try and use view these celebrity quote unquote battles, matchups as like it's entertainment, right? So put it in comparison with other forms of entertainment, whether that be the Padres playing on Saturday night, it could be a movie that you could go see, it could be watching other sports, but I want to put it in comparison with other forms of entertainment. With the Ben Askren-Jake Paul fight, I was like, ah, excited at first. Oh, yeah, I'll watch that when it comes. And when it came around, I wasn't nearly as uh, juiced up for it as I originally was. I did still watch it because that's part of the gig. With the Tyron Woodley-Jake Paul thing at the beginning, I was like, eh, pass. Not really for me. I'll watch it because it's part of work. Now that it's here, it's kind of snuck up on us a little bit, it feels like. Um, I'm sensing... Punches being thrown and guys getting hit. So from an entertainment level, I think you're going to get a knockdown or blood at some point in this fight. And I think that's what people want from this is just um, violence in the most non-professional way. Clearly, these things are working. At the end of the day, the audience decides if you guys don't want these fights to happen. You better not tweet about it. You better not post a video about it. You better not buy the damn thing. Now, if you don't mind, continue to talk about it. But clearly, there's an audience for this stuff. So here it is this weekend. Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. Kind of curious to see what happens. Okay, guys, I did my absolute best. We covered five topics, not in five minutes, but I tried. I apologize. Um, that's a wrap for this episode of in the fight. I actually thought, um, you know, this episode was solid. And even when we don't have a guest lined up or, or something comes up, I'll try and get out these five, six, seven minute podcast episodes where I can at least recap the fights or the fight news from the previous weekend. Look ahead to see what we have coming up next. And just to keep you guys in the loop, in the know, knowledgeable fight fans, 
because that's what we are. We're fight fans, not not uh, I, but we. That's a very important distinction. We. Thank you guys for tuning into In The Fight. This is 1.37 p.m. Own your future. Start this minute. 1.37 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.